What's up, everyone? Welcome into more important issues. Preview in Missouri tonight. It's usually a night game in Columbia, but and Tennessee cold. just yeah, and, and really cold. But uh, it's not that cold, and it's gonna be a noon game, just like it's been kind of all season. I've, I've it, never, I've actually, first, I've never been to Missouri. I've never. So does could it snow in September hmm. or October? Sorry, October. Could it snow in October in Missouri? It might. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, what, what's really weird is that the Thursday night game, if it was actually on Saturday, it would have also been a noon game. So uh, Tennessee's just full of noon games right now. Um, tell us where you're listening from. Thanks for listening. In. We're going to do our intro real quick and then get this thing going. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, September thirtieth. We have made it to October. October is really football season, and that's when the that's when the balls start to play. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. That's fact. It's not fiction. Um, we'll get into it being a must win. I, I do hope the balls bring it this October. This October, uh, it would definitely make up for some some previous Octobers. That's for sure. The um, I mean that the good the good news is these next two games are very very winnable games. Not only Maybe not only winnable, must wins, some may say. Um, I know for a lot of people who had the the ceiling for this team higher, um, it, it is a must win. I mean, that's that's definitely for sure. I, I like the ball's chances in Columbia, though. I, I do. Um, undecided whether a noon game helps or hurts you, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like the balls going into Columbia and, and, and knocking off Missouri. They've got to fix some things. But I feel like their biggest things they need to fix, this is – like this team gives you the ability to do that, I think. Yeah, I'm just not sold on um, – I know we kind of gave Bazelak that that coming out party, but I'm just not super sold on him um, ripping us apart. Now he could do exactly that um, Saturday. But I'm just not sold on that, and their defense is absolutely atrocious. So um, I'm kind of with you. I kind of like our chances. I'm not going to put my money where my mouth is, but um, I do like Tennessee's chances to come away with the win. I think to do that, though, they're going to have to clean up some penalties. Also, I think Hinton Hooker has to be their starter. Um, if he's not able to go on Saturday, I think Tennessee's chances go down drastically. I would agree that Tennessee's chances um, definitely go down. I will say, I mean, isn't – if Joe Milton – Hits on the deep ball. Is he your starter? I, I mean, so if he gets that fixed, 
Well, I guess that's my first question. Is he your starter if he hits the deep ball? Can't, I mean, can't hit on the deep ball. I'm not talking just one deep ball. I, I don't think it. I don't think so. Um, you don't think so? You think I mean, ma- maybe, but with, with the drops and everything, I think you need another, you know, something that that gets this offense going. And I, I don't think it's him with his legs. And then obviously the offensive line isn't doing the quarterbacks any favors either. So with that being said, I, I think Hennon Hooker's ability to make plays with his legs gives him the, the upper hand, in my opinion. It definitely gives you another dimension, and uh, yeah, I you can't. I don't. I don't think you can disagree with that. I would like to see Joe Milton hit on some deep balls. <laughs> it it would uh, it would make things better. I agree. It would it would make them more fun. That's for sure. I uh, I don't know if that like I, I agree that Hendon Hooker gives you a, a completely you know not that Joe Milton can't run, um, but Hooker's much more of a dynamic runner than than Joe Milton in my opinion. So I think it. I agree with that that it gives you another sentiment. The thing is too though, well I guess he technically went out with an injury. He wasn't replaced. But if Hooker does hit on a few of those deep balls in Bowling Green and Pitt, he probably comes back in the moment he's healthy. So he's probably still your starter. Mm-hmm. Is that enough to get him the job back? I, don't, I have no idea. Um, right. But the, the quarterback competition is still – I think it's still very much alive in the sense that Joe Milton's just a few plays away from from being your starter. But, yeah, if Hooker's – I mean, if Hooker's 80%, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think he's going to have plenty of opportunities this year, especially the way – you know, Hooker's dealt with some injuries, been out of a few games. So, yeah, I mean, he, he's got to be right there. And I think with him being ready, I think Harrison Bailey also has to be ready because you just don't know when your time's going to be called. Um, and I don't think Tennessee's got a good enough quarterback play up to this point to solidify that, hey, he's our guy going forward. Um, I, I think it is Hendon Hooker because I think he, he gives you the best chance, but he's not like – Head and shoulders better than anybody else. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that too. Um, I think the I think the I, I mentioned like Tennessee has a chance to fix some things in this game. You mentioned first penalties. Well, you better get that fixed soon, sooner rather than later. I think another thing that Tennessee to be successful not only Saturday but but the rest of the season. Um, and I mean this is an obvious one. Got to fix your third down conversion rate. Well, let me present you with this wonderful opportunity, Josh Heupel. You're playing one of the worst third down defenses in the country this week. So I and one of the worst rushing defenses. Well, I mean, just one of the worst defenses yeah, so in the country. <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about getting third and long against this Missouri that, team. I think that's like if you really because I think another thing for Tennessee to be successful in this game is um, control. I don't know if controlling. I mean, obviously you want to control possession. If you control possession, you probably win. So I don't know if, I, but just I mean, keeping the ball longer is obviously an up uh, you know a positive. So. Getting yourself in short, short third down situations by utilizing the run game is big, and then converting those third downs. If, if you leave this game, what was it, three of eleven last week? Mm-hmm. Three of eleven, something's wrong. Like operator, please, something's wrong. Yeah, they're the second worst um, rushing defense in the country, only to Ohio, and it's not like they played just a freaking juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Um, they have played Kentucky. Um, who who else have they played? Central Michigan. And then, yeah. And Boston, they Boston, College, Boston College, last week. Semo, in overtime, um, Boston overtime. And like, if you look at the scores, I mean, everybody's put up points. Even Southeast Missouri put up twenty-eight points against this Missouri team. So, right. um, Central Michigan also put up twenty-four points. Uh, I think there's there's points to be had in this game. I think Tennessee has to. Um, 
you know, like you said, convert on third down. I think they got to get third and short to do that. Um, I want to see a lot of Tyon Evans, a lot of Jabari Small. Even if Hinn and Hooker is a little banged up, I think with those two, you should be just fine running the football. No, I, I agree. The you should have no no issues with production as far as run game goes. You mentioned like, again third down and short. I would be curious to see how many of those uh, seven, eight third downs that Tennessee failed to convert against Florida. Um, I want I'd be interested to know exactly what the down and distance was um, for each because I'm going to guess they're probably over five yards. It, mm-hmm. I mean. They haven't had trouble getting guys into space. That, and that's the thing. And, and I don't want to look back on that fourth down play, but um, they've had, I mean, they've had chances to convert third, fourth, and short, whatever. Fourth down conversion rate's pretty good, isn't it? I don't know if that's a thing you should be cheering for, though, that you've had enough fourth downs for your fourth down conversion rate to be good through four games. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fours, by the way. Yeah. You don't want to get on fourth down. That, that puts the pressure on. Um, you, you saw that this past week with Jimmy Calloway. The ball just goes right through his hands. Um, see, so yeah, you, you, you want to dominate the third downs, um, stay on the field. I think defense got to get off the field. Um, they score 38 points per game. Basilak's thrown for 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. Um, I think how many interceptions does he have? One interception, yes, he, he has three, three, three interceptions. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, let's get some picks. I, I think if Tennessee is gonna win this game pretty handedly, it's that they found a pass rush. Because getting home one time last week was less than ideal. Um, you know, it seemed like Emory Jones had all the time in the world, and if he didn't, he was running for it. Um, they do do a good job of, of running. Um, I think Beatty has like 417 yards. Um, but last week it was – kind of misleading because it was all Emory Jones. He had 150 yards himself. Um, Bazelak is just not the athlete that Emory Jones is by any means. Not, not at all. And that's, you know, you talked about last week was a little deceiving because a lot of that is your failure to to be effective in the pass rush. Um, you're letting guys escape the pocket. So, yeah, I'm, that I guess that is when you look at when you're comparing teams and, and the strengths, you're talking about Tennessee being able to to be pretty strong in the in the run defense. Now, the thing about how Missouri uses Beatty is he's he's a very dynamic player. He's not they're not just gonna hand the ball off to him in the backfield. Um, yeah. they're gonna move him around, they're gonna try to get him the ball out in space a lot. So that that's one dynamic that'll make it challenging on Tennessee for sure. Now, going back into I think our defensive backs have played pretty good in run support. Well, that that's good when you talk about getting guys into space. So I do think regardless of, of how they use Beatty, I still like the matchup that Tennessee's defense presents for um, for Missouri. But Connor Baselike, he's not – is he an all-world, even all-SEC guy? Probably not. But he he's going to be – like he's going to present plenty of challenges for Tennessee's defense. Um, he can make the throws. Yeah, and he's efficient. I think they're perfect in the red zone this season. So far, so yeah, he's he's taking care of the football, um, and just made all the right throws. Yeah, he does give it to Tyler Beatty, and if you shut down Tyler Beatty, I feel like you shut down a huge part of this offense because um, if, you, he, if you know how to shut down Tyler Beatty, you can make a lot of money coaching defense in the SEC, right? Because um, he 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 does lead the team in receptions, also receiving touchdowns with three. Um, I think they've thrown seven different players have got a touchdown pass from Basilac, so they spread the wealth. Um, uh, Kiki Chisholm is their kind of 
go-to target. He's 6'5". He's like a tight end body um, that can run a little bit. So um, there's no one person in the receiving core. Maybe Missouri is saying the same thing about us. um, That can really give Tennessee a lot of fits, um, except for Tyler Beatty. And uh, just got to keep tabs on him at all times. Yeah, no, I, that that's the biggest thing for this team, and it is I mean it's it's Tyler Beatty this week. Um, I mean the coaches have pretty much flat out said that in the in the press also, conferences. I, I just really want to drink, want to beat Eli Drinkwoods. I just don't like, I just don't like yeah. his face. I I'm I like sweaters because it's like kind of in an ironic way. Yeah, I'm I'm just not a not a fan of the Diet Coke. It seems just like he's trying too hard to be a a football coach. Uh, I was about to say, Diet Coke is like a very – I've been coaching football for a long time move. Yeah, but I, I like, feel like he's my not doctor said Diet Coke. I, he's just <laughs> drinking it because, like, everybody else does it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, he was like, yeah, the doctor told me I had to either give up coaching or, or Coke. Mm-hmm. So, I, I picked up Diet Coke. Yeah. that's the, He's like, I've got some heart issues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, got to gotta watch the cholesterol. Did you hear what Vitello said today in his press conference? I Apparently, I don't know in context of this. Um, so there was two like Cokes at the okay. podium. Yeah. Shout out. And he was Coca-Cola. like, he was like, am I Nick Saban? <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That I, I love him. I love our baseball program. Fall ball's back. I don't mean to get away from football at all. I don't know if we've, I could talk about Tennessee football, unfortunately for a very long time. That's why I'm here. But, um, yeah, fall, but we'll get into fall ball because um, we we still definitely have have plenty to watch or talk about. <clears throat> must <coughs> golly, must win for all you six and six folk. It's a must win. Yeah, the, or, I mean there, there is yeah. another path. There is more paths to get six wins, but this is your easiest path is to beat this Missouri team. Yeah. Yes, and, and I just. I don't. I don't think any of your next three games are are easy wins by any means. But this is probably the only spot in the schedule that you're going to have a chance to go out to go two and three, right? In three games. You mean two and one? Two and one. Sorry, two and one. Yeah. Well, in yeah, SEC sure. play is what I mean, because obviously you could have done that with Pitt and Bowling Green, Pitt Tech, but or you did. Yeah, I, I, I would probably agree with that. Um I probably need to look at the schedule before I say that for sure. Well, I think Vanderbilt and South Alabama are in that, but you know, when you look at when you look at the SEC cuz I mean you got Alabama, um Kentucky, Georgia back to back to back. So that's your next three after this. Like you're going to your best case scenario you go 1 and 3 or 1 and 2 in those. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think if, I think if you want to kind of get on a roll here, that kind of I mean I guess yeah, you have to go two and one, Georgia, South Alabama, Vanderbilt, too. Yeah. So I I think this – and this Missouri win is just – it's really important, I think, for this team that you've you've heard a lot about kind of – I mean, if Dan Mullen's comments were, were real about how they fight, like I feel like this is the game where you kind of find out like what kind of fight they have because Missouri's probably slightly in a better spot roster-wise than you. Like if you matched them up 1v1 all the way down, top to bottom, Missouri may get a – little bit of an it's edge. It's probably very similar. It, it, exactly. And, and But I, I would say Missouri probably gets a little bit of an edge. I mean, you are an underdog in the game. And um, they probably have a better better quarterback. They definitely have better quarterback. Yeah, that's, which is that's part Quarterback of play. They definitely have better quarterback play. Right. That's right. for sure. Um, so, if you're talking about going and getting an upset win, like we talked about upset wins, I mean, the three that were Kentucky, uh, Missouri, South Carolina, like this is a great place to start. Um, 
on the road. It's a noon game. They, I mean, they say the away teams have better, um, you know, they're they're better at noon games. I analytics, am I right? But yeah. that. So I mean, must win. I guess <laughs> it's hard to call it a must win. But when you look at the schedule, I think, and you're you're kind of you're in week five, so you're able to kind of circle teams who uh, maybe performing a little bit better than you thought, maybe a little bit worse than you thought, and you're comparing how Tennessee's played to them. I feel like you almost circle Missouri as a almost as a must win. Um, the, and, and I guess when I say must, it's like for Tennessee to have the best season possible. You circle Missouri, you circle South Carolina, you circle Kentucky, you circle Vanderbilt. Um, like you know those games you've got really, really good chances in. So if we're talking about having a really, really good season, yeah, I'd definitely throw them on the must win. Yeah, because when you look down at the schedule, I mean, Ole Miss, Alabama, Georgia, those are for sure losses. Um, so, I mean, it, you, you ha- to get to that six-game mark, you're going to have to – you've got to win this week. you got to win next week. Um, then you get Alabama – or then you get Ole Miss. So, have fun with that. Um, then Alabama, that sucks. Then you have an off week to prepare for Kentucky. Then you got Georgia. That's not going to be great. Um, definitely taking the under in that game, probably. <laughs> I we'll get into that in college football. I think Kentucky. I think this week's going to be weird down in, in Athens. Also, Miami is terrible. I don't I'm not, know. I'm, well, my TV's over there, but I don't know why. Game. Like they're so hopped up coming into this season. But well, to are, be fair, when you left last season, you thought like this team has a chance of being being pretty good. I mean, they're but, terrible. They are awful. Well, I mean, all they, I guess I, all they I mean, can do they, – they, they just had a punt, and it hit the returner right on the top of the helmet. Last year, all they could do is score points, so you were hoping they found some kind of defense. And it turns out this year they can't score points, and they still don't have a defense. Yeah, they're trash. I almost took the under in that game. Derek King, he's it. out. Or did they, he get benched? I don't know. They got a new not, not Did they? <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure unless, unless uh, Derek King – Dot his skin. This is oh, my guy. <laughs> what about Bo Nix getting benched against Georgia State? That's weird, isn't it? And they ended up winning. It's almost like you can pull your starter and oh okay, God. things happen instead of just rolling them out there for the entire time. Mm. Is that a shot? Yeah, Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> I'll say his name. I won't. I won't. I'll leave the quarterback out of it because apparently it's like the you can only talk about grown men, but yeah. I, aren't they technically kind of grown men? I. I I'm a man. I'm 40. Um, yeah, they can go to jail. So they can drink. But, yeah, no, that I, I thought. I, obviously, we didn't. We didn't get to watch the Auburn Georgia State game. We thought we won a bet. Shout out, Dylan. We didn't. <laughs> and I then found out that Bo Nix got pulled. Not only did Bo Nix get pulled, but the um, God, what's his name? The quarterback. Yeah, Finley. Yeah, is it JT? TJ. TJ. TJ Finley. Starting. He's starting the next week now. Yeah. It's weird. He's at LSU transfer, right? Yes. Yes. Returning to LSU for his first start at Auburn, at least. Nice. Um, yeah. It'd be a heck of a game. Who are the who are the players to watch? I mean, I think you mentioned the running backs. I think Tyon Evans and Jabari Small, whoever gets the nod, um, you know, gets the most touches. I think this could be a, a breakout. I, I mean, I think you could see a lot of stats mm-hmm. going their way if, if they're able to play well. Yeah, I think um you know, it, it looks like Tennessee's probably going to be without Cooper Mays this week. Um, just from he, him being injured, re-injuring that ankle, um, it, it just doesn't look like he will probably play this week. Um, so whoever is thrown in at guard, do they end up moving? It, it's probably going to be Ollie Lane or Kingston Harris. 
which I think Kingston Harris has an injury too. So it's probably going to be Ollie Lane at guard, Jerome Carvin at center. Does that last the entirety of the game? Um, or, or do they, you know, say, no, they're going to move Cade to guard, put Jeremiah Crawford at tackle, put Dane Davis at tackle. Um, so I'm interested to see who that that next offensive lineman is, Who whoever it is. Is it, is it Ollie Lane? Um, can he make the most of it? Because when Ollie Lane came in, I think they moved the ball pretty well against Bowling Green. Um, there, there you go. That last – Last two words there. Gotcha. Yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't have said it. Hey, they they won. They beat Minnesota. That's they did beat win. Minnesota. I, I tried to I tried to check if like by trans uh what's it called? Tran transitive property, if Tennessee could beat Alabama yet this season, um, because of the bowling green win. Not it hadn't happened yet, but it doesn't help that like Ohio State's freaking choked against Oregon too. Yeah. Because I like I feel like if you lined it up, I, I'd have to go through I need to find out. I did it on some website that I saw today. Okay. Yeah, you can you can see if like Tennessee would have beat Alabama, they wouldn't have in 2020, which is terribly sad. And, and they do it by points, not even just by straight wins. They do it by oh, points, wow. and Tennessee couldn't even do it in 2020. So every other year, Tennessee could. So there you go. Um, but one of mine is a. Uh, I think it's kind of turned into Tennessee's best deep threat is Javante Payton. Um. Interested to see if he can capitalize or or build on that game he had last week, the 75-yard touchdown yeah. against Florida. Um, also had a, a really big catch against Tennessee Tech that went for a touchdown. So, want to see more of Javante Payton. He's had experience in this league um, at Mississippi State. So, want to see more from him. I think he can really help this offense. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Javante Payton as one yeah. of my players to watch. Who you got? Can I go – am I allowed to go the obvious selection? Sure, yeah. Even if it's not a specific player? Yeah. Quarterback. The if Tennessee quarterback, wants, y'all. If, if Tennessee wants to start winning ball games, they're going to have to get better play from the quarterback position, whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's And I thought Hendon Hooker played pretty well last week. No, I, like I'm definitely not upset with Hendon Hooker's play. And I, I agree with you, like right now, I mean, he's a starter. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. If Joe Milton's hitting the deep ball, I might see that argument out there. Um, I was just curious. But I, I think – I mean, that's the thing, though, is if – I think – so I guess – so if Hinton Hooker and Joe Milton are both healthy, Hinton Hooker, if Joe Milton's – if he can hit on the deep ball, I don't know if that ne- necessarily makes him much, much better than Hinton Hooker. Um, but if he's the guy, like, I mean, I think we're going to get really quality quarterback play. Um, can, he, can he do the things that – you know, do you still lose? You mentioned the you know the rushing attack that you have with Hendon Hooker. You lose that certainly, but you also gain a ton because Tennessee's receivers haven't had a problem. They didn't have a problem getting behind Florida. They didn't have a problem getting behind Pitt. Like they don't have a problem getting behind defenses. Tennessee just has to hit them, um, and, and they have to catch the ball too, and they have to catch it when it does hit them. Um, that's a good point. But yeah, I think I mean, if we're talking about Tennessee getting to six wins, it's, it, it starts this week. It, it's going to be quarterback play. The difference maker is going to be is. Um, Connor Bazelak either, either making plays and or protecting the ball for Missouri and is Tennessee's quarterback put, making plays and protecting the ball. Because if you're talking about a lot of turnovers and Connor Bazelak goes and plays a clean game, Missouri's going to win. Like, Missouri's going to win. Unless Tyler Beatty just has a game that he's never had in his three years at Missouri. Like, that's the only way. So, But if Tennessee can protect the ball, and then if you're talking about a guy also making plays – Missouri's not Missouri's not good enough to overcome that and, and beat Tennessee. 
Yeah, I agree. I think Tennessee has to start pretty fast in this game. Um, I, so I don't. I don't. Kick I don't, off turn from Bayless Jones Jr. Is that I, I would love it. I mean, he's probably another guy to watch. Um, not only in the offense, but on special teams as well. He seems like he's getting healthier and healthier each week. Um, so yeah, he's probably another one. Jacob Warren. I know I'm I'm talking kind of receivers and tight ends, but uh, Jacob Warren's another guy who's really benefited from being in this offense, um, mm-hmm. actually getting utilized and, and he's uh, taking advantage. The tight end is just it's nice. It's nice to see. It's refreshing. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, he's probably another guy that uh, maybe look up some matchups and see if you can get. Missouri. I, I know Missouri, they try to get you in third and long and really come after you. I think they are one of the top teams in the SEC with 13 sacks so far this year. Tennessee's given up 12. Um, so definitely not ideal. The offensive line has to step up um, this week. I think you got to take advantage of them being the second worst rushing defense in the country. And also, you got to keep them off the quarterback. I, I think that keeping them off the quarterback. It, it's a lot easier to take care of the football when you're not getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we'd love to see a clean, Sim- clean simple, game. Simple math. Right. <laughs> uh, look at the defensive side. I mean, I think this is a, I think this is an important game for, for defensive backs, but um, if we're talking about a guy who I think has a chance to kind of change the tone of a game, I mean, Jalen McCullough, I think you're looking to have a big game from him, whether it be getting an interception, getting a turnover or um, being kind of, being a threat is that, is that the right word in the run game where he, he's been able to come up and make plays he's going to be you know those things are going to be required of him this week um be be supportive in the run game and then if you can get a turnover Connor Baselak's not just going to hand it to, to Tennessee's defense so if you can go and make a play that's that's going to be huge in the in how this game goes for Tennessee yeah I think Theo Jackson's another guy to to really look out for I mean he's been kind of Tennessee's best defensive player up to this point and uh, I think he has six and a half tackles for loss, which is insane for a defensive back. Um, but he, he does so many things well, um, can come off the edge, he can cover somebody. So I think especially if Tyler Beatty is is that go-to guy, look for Theo Jackson to to really key in on him. And so that's going to be a huge matchup for, uh, for this game. Absolutely. And um, I know we're talking about Tennessee players to watch, but I'm a South Doyle guy. Yeah. I'm a big Elijah Young fan, and as much as I'd hate to see him do well against Tennessee, I think if he's given opportunities, he's going to have a, a plenty of good chances to make plays for for Missouri. Yeah, they're definitely definitely quick. Graham Morgan said, uh, "Don't dress two players with duplicate numbers on the traveling team." Yeah, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But it would be nice if somebody on the sideline um, actually pointed out that hey. Two number ones are on the field at the same time. Well, and it's funny you mentioned it's got to be travel- somebody's job, right? <laughs> Not you'd think. It, and it's funny Graham mentioned the the traveling team. You'd think, yeah, you you only you're only taking sixty six guys. Surely you can get away from the duplicates, but uh, yeah, not the way it works. They're gonna duplicate to keep guys happy and whatever. Yeah. That's a recruiting um, recruiting promises. Got to got to keep those. Are the running backs gonna be ready, uh, Richard? I. It's, I mean, it seems like they're healthy. All the talks. I know there were some questions on Tyon Evans' thumb. Jabari Small's been banged up since Pitt. I mean, all signs point to being go. So I don't. I don't think that's too big of a concern. But it definitely is a question. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, Central Michigan's 
running back rush for 135 yards. Um, I, I assume it was a question about healthiness because okay. that's, that's how I took it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it, it seems like they are healthier. Um, it seems like uh, we haven't really heard much of Tyron Evans, so it seems like he's probably a go at this point. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of going with it doesn't really matter who's back there. If they're – a if it's Jalen Rye, if it's D Beckwith, Laneith Whitehead, I think everybody has a chance to be really solid. All right, I like that. Everybody has this. a day. Yeah, everybody Whoever has. Hendon Hooker, if you want to put Harrison Bailey back there, let him run the football. I mean, anybody. I'm terrible, terrible rushing defense. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I, I I need to go back and look at the Boston College stats. I haven't looked at this. I haven't looked at the box score for that one yet. That was a hilarious game to watch unfold, though. That's for sure. Let's that is for sure. Um, anything else for the, the Missouri game? I know that the uh, – I'm not fired up for the nooner, but I'm excited to I, – actually, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's good to get – we talked about this. Sometimes it's good to get – it's the home noon games that suck. The away noon games, I can accept. So, Which Boston College, they rushed for 275 yards. Okay, that's – um, they're starting running back rush for 175. <laughs> All right. Dude, if Hennon if Hooker's healthy. If Hennon Hooker's healthy, we might bet on the balls not just to cover but to win, which I don't think the odds are crazy right now. But We run we may do all it. night. We may do it. I mean, why not? Why not? I saw a guy on uh, TikTok. I was scrolling through my For You page earlier. He uh, bet 1,500 on Florida to cover, and Tennessee almost scores that touchdown in the – Oh, my God. Tennessee who did that? Touchdown to break it. Some guy on TikTok. I actually do know who he is. I don't know him, but I actually, weirdly enough, know the guy. Um, High so roller, huh? I guess. I, I I need to text his buddy that I know and find out what he's doing. I, I'm too big of a Tennessee fan to, like, ever think about putting 1,500 on any Tennessee game because I know how absurdly weird that game's going to be. Yeah, any game ever. Yeah, I'm t- but um, are we take, we're taking the UConn Vandy under, right? What's it at fifty one? <laughs> it was stupid. I think I te- I think I have it in a teaser, and I tease it up to fifty eight. They're never going to hit fifty eight, so I feel. I don't. I don't know if they'll hit fifty, up. but I mean, unless there's just enough enough turnovers and pick sixes yeah. and uh, yeah. scoop and scores, it's going to be special ugly. teams touchdowns and that crazy crap. There, there'll be one offensive touchdown. I'll I'll go ahead and bet that one offensive touchdown. Yeah, if, I mean, if if you want to watch middle school football, you don't have to drive down to John Tarleton. <laughs> Um, on Saturday, you just sit down and watch this Vandy UConn game. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fungly, fun ugly. Um, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> I love that tweet that was someone was like, "You just you'll never understand a college football fan until you see them turn on a Vandy UConn game on a Saturday just to enjoy it, like enjoy it in all of its glory." I knew UConn was bad, but I was like, "How bad are they?" And then I looked at their spread for next week against what people say is like the worst team in college football, and they're plus one against UMass. Yikes. I'm like, okay, they're yeah. that bad. I mean, when Vanderbilt's like, what are they, a freaking 14-point favorite? Were they? It's, almost, it's I didn't even look the spread like for that game. I mean, I almost want to take that, but, <laughs> I mean, how bad is this team? Do they just Van- – Vanderbilt physically cannot score touchdowns, though. That's the issue. Yeah, they're 14 point, 14 and a half point favorites. Vanderbilt cannot score touchdowns. Like, cannot for the life of them score touchdowns. Does Vanderbilt score 14 points? 
What if it's three to Not nothing as the final score? It'd be great. That I would love. I would love that. Three to two. <laughs> three I think I tweeted two. that for my Florida prediction. Three to two. You'd love to. I, I know I'd love to see that one. Um, we are going to get into college football picks. I've got. I had to dangerously like Caleb. You cannot lock all of these. That's stupid. So I only have four, but I've got a bunch of good ones to keep an eye on that I'm excited about. Yeah, I got, I'm. I'm kind of in the same boat. There's some that I'm like. I don't want to make that a lock just because I feel like I have so many. Right. Um, and I don't want people to be mad. But yeah, I got I got four. <laughs> you don't want to ruin your your you you got a winning percentage right now, you're right. You're batting over five hundred. Yeah, I'm I forget what I am. I'm not like You're not batting a thousand or anything, but no. I think I'm thirteen and four. Oh, oh. Jeez. All right. Well, you're gonna have to start. Well, I mean, the first the first two weeks I was I was nine and oh. Yeah, you're going to start sending me your locks. I know you give them to me on the show, but I, I don't have time to go make them. So you're going to have to start. <laughs> I might have to get a betting account open with you and just run it through there. There you go. Yeah. I'll, I'll be your bookie. I, no, not that. Oh. I don't want to lose money to you. <laughs> not that. Um, fall ball, though. Tennessee baseball is back. It's back, baby. Dude, Tony Vitello just knows how to get the fans going. Like, he just knows. Like, he 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 knows what what buttons to push. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of his first things is talking about the catcher position. And I know he's asked about it, but saying Evan Russell is working at catcher and it's been a smooth process, I'm just like, oh. We talked about it. You got to get the guys on the field somewhere. Yeah. And, I mean, that I will say this. That is the most difficult transition oh, to no. not play that position and then to go, like, play catcher in college. I mean, just think, like, um, somebody texted me. I couldn't imagine um, catching a, a Camden Sewell slider as a college catcher. I'm thinking about Blade Tidwell throwing, you know, triple digits at you, or Garrett Crochet throwing triple digits at you. You've never seen that before. I think we lost Caleb for a second. You've never seen that before. Um, and then you come in like your fifth year, sixth year, whatever Evan Russell is. Um, super senior. That's what he is, and uh, and catch a, a hundred mile an hour fastball, and then you got to worry about somebody else trying to uh, steal on you. Lost you for a second. You good? Sorry, yeah, it was just a video. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that's a wild, wild thing for him to have a smooth. I mean, it, it maybe it's smooth at Botello, but I'm sure like. I mean, Evan Russell is just a dog anyway, so maybe you, it is. But said, it wasn't you for me. You said, like, being a college catcher. It's just, like, you haven't played that position in at least four, five years, six years, whatever. Super senior? Super so, senior. however long. It's like, yeah. good lord. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't tell me that's not a, a batting lineup. Like, that's a that's a batting order decision. You oh, want that sure. guy in your lineup. You see some other guys that you may have on your radar as a as – a, um, Designated hitter. I'm about to sneeze. Sorry. Bless you. Oh, thank you so much. Did we get another one? I'm a two sneezer. How many times? How many times do you sneeze? When you I'm, sneeze? I'm usually a two for. I'm a, I'm a two for. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, I mean that's I, what you love to see. You, we talked about it with Kid before he left us for Houston. Um, he got, he got like, thrown out of Omaha. He never came yeah, back. <laughs> was he like Lane Kiffin? They left him on the tarmac. We need to have that interview. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it, he's like, it's going to be interesting when you're talking about trying to get all these guys on the field, in the batting lineup. Like, there, he's like, there are some players on this team that it's going to yeah, suck and, to not be able to put on the field. And to think Evan Russell, like, was going to be in competition after he had such a good year last year and, and was kind of the hero um, against Vanderbilt and, and against LSU and teams like that. Um for Kyle Booker to come in, you know, that, that just shows the talent Tennessee has. Uh, Kyle Booker can come in and um, be in competition with Evan Russell that he either has to DH or, or play his catcher. I'm sure he'll be an option in the outfield as well. Um, mm. But to, yeah, have those guys in the lineup and also in the field, I think, you know, he's – this team's going to be solid this year. I, um, I think, too. I, that, I'm not I, saying they're, they're – college world series because i think a I'll lot of it. stuff has to fall into place for you to get to that point but i, I definitely think they're in contention to get back i'll say it tennessee college world series book it omaha <laughs> book i it. like it uh but i think it too it says a lot about evan russell as a player too a team player just like yeah I'll, i was in did he make it on an all sec team i don't think i don't so. think so i was about to say all sec guy and i was like ah wait a minute um, okay, but every bit of one, I mean, without the name. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'll make the move if, if that's what we need to do. I mean, and maybe he's upset about it, but at least he's doing it. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's just good that they're, like, practicing. I know it's the season is uh, pretty far away, but um, I think it's good to get these guys back. It, it seems like Vitello has kind of picked this team up right where they left off, and, and he talked about, they have a bad taste in their mouth after losing the last two games of last year. Is and is Vitello going to be the? Um, I'm trying to think of. I mean, Rick Barnes kind of did it somehow, but he always quietly did it. That year that they were like, "Don't pick us," but they were like yeah. rated number one for. It's like, how right. do you convince that team they're the underdog? Right. Yeah. Or like, uh, golly, I'm trying to think of like I've, I know someone that I'm like, how you've won like how many championships and you convince the team every year that no one's picking you somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he that guy? Is he, he's like, Oh, we went to college world series, but underdog underdog. Like if don't they had won, us. he somehow would have been able to spin it. It seems right. They don't, they don't believe in us. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's using like, Hey, we lost to Vanderbilt last year. We lost to Arkansas. Um, you know, we lost some series that, you know, could have went either way. You know, we, we need to, build on that so i'm excited i'm excited about the pitchers they brought in even the transfers he talked about that a little bit saying that um he's like yeah i know some people kind of like me but uh those guys are here because of frank anderson <laughs> it's nothing i did hey he's the he's the he's the uh head guy he gets all the yeah. credit so he's, eat, he's it, eat it up eat it up yeah. the um i was gonna say something about the pitching Lost my train of thought there. I, whatever you got, it. Frank Anderson. That's all it needs to be said. I'm I'm interested to see who this. So you got Gilbert, you got Beck, you know, you got Russell, you got Lipsius. Who's that next guy in the lineup? Who who solidifies himself as? Um, you know, I know Tennessee had the power last season, but like, who is the Liam Spence? Who is the Max Ferguson, Jake Rucker of this team? If you can find any of those three guys, you're going to be in a really good spot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Even one, just one of three. I mean, Kyle Booker is probably like right there, but like maybe Trey Lipscomb 
is that guy. I know he's played a played in um, the summer league and played really well. I think he played shortstop, but he he'll probably be your starting third baseman this season. And he he, he did well when he had the opportunities this past season. Um, a lot of those midweek games hit some bombs. Um, had pretty good days in some of those. I was going to say, not all your guys are – the good thing is is you're not hoping it's a newcomer. Like those guys that have been doing it have been doing it the last year, maybe two. Uh, well, not really two, I guess, but, you know, in, in the midweek. Or, mm-hmm. or they've gotten a, they've gotten a, um, a chance in a, in a weekend series game. They might not have started the whole weekend, but they got to play at some point and made a, made a big play. So I, the good news is, is, yeah, they're not at the level of, of um, you know, Ferguson, Rucker, but they're, they're there in the mix. Like they're, you're going to, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they, they become something like that, more of a consistent spark in the lineup for you. Right, and I'm interested to see who wins the uh, middle infield competition. Um, you're gonna have to replace two guys, two two guys that were all SEC players yeah. last season, and uh, it's gonna be interesting. You got a lot of suitors, um, some newcomers in there as well. Christian Moore, it's a big um, hole to fill, though, for sure. Yeah, Seth Stevenson, Drill Ortega, uh, Logan Steenstra. Um, I'm miss I'm missing some guys, but yeah, you you got it. De- or Cortland Lawson's another one. Um, yeah, definitely got some some suitors in there, and we'll see kind of who emerges. Maybe that's one of the guys we're talking about at, at the end of this next season. That hey, he came in and um, won the job and and was a solid contributor for for Tennessee. I hope so. Big hole, big damn balls. <laughs> I want to ask one more question about fall baseball. But before that, did you see the congressional game? The what? The congressional baseball game. Please tell me you saw tweets about it. I did not. No, I don't think so. so. Congress plays a game each year that, or I don't know. I, I don't know how it's set up. Like I don't know who and who's allowed and who plays it. I have no idea. But anyway, so it's like I think they typically play like Democrats versus Republicans, whatever. Go, yeah. Um, I mean these are old men, but they play at the national stadium. I don't know the name of the stadium, but they play there. Some dude hit a home run last night. Oh, he hit a freaking bomb! Like, are I mean, they soft tossing or are they? No, like they're they're pit there, and that's the funny thing. There were some ugly pitches in it. Oh, I'm sure. But I mean, dude, just he freaking bombed it. Dang! And he was a, he was. I don't know how old the guy was. I don't know who did it, but yeah, it was. I mean, so you. I don't. I can't believe you didn't see the first tweet. The first tweet was from McAfee. He was like, "How in the hell did it? Like, what did I come across on my TV?" And it was the yeah, professional baseball I didn't game. Hear anything about I've, they played it? They they've played it. I don't know for how long, but it, they've they've done it consistently. Um, I don't remember it ever being televised, but it was this year. The you'll have to you'll have to find there's a couple videos on TikTok. I'll I'll send you the tweets if you can remind me. We got here, but yeah, it's it's hilarious it, to watch a grown man hit a home run like that is incredibly impressive. And I was oh like, Oh my God. Well, that's a funny, like people were making jokes about it. I was like, yes, like make the jokes, but we do need to recognize how impressive that is to do. Like that dude's juicing. Who I hope is he had, that guy? That I don't was know. a freaking rip. Dude, he, he mashed on that. And oh, uh, I, I hope he got the God. random drug test this morning. I hope they were waiting in his locker. Like, yep, you got to go piss. I mean that <laughs> the democratic pitcher, I mean, he, he left it hanging, but holy <laughs> crap, what a swing. That was a freaking Drew Gilbert bomb. Yeah, yeah. Every I mean, that's one, like, as soon as it left the bat, 
that's out. Yeah. You like how he kind of he kind of. I mean, he didn't even he ran like it wasn't a home run. I was like, dude, everyone else in the everyone else in the building knew it. Well, how did you not know it? Yeah, it definitely needs to work on the silly a little bit. <laughs> um, the the pointing up in the air maybe isn't the best thing, but hey, I mean, you hit a home run, so you do what you want. Yeah, you can do what you want, Lana. What do you mean? How many times did you watch the Drew Bo- Drew Gilbert Grand Slam today? Today, uh, probably twenty five. I was about to say it was on my timeline a lot. I watched it a lot. So, God, dude. Good memories. Um, so last thing, I did have one more question about fall ball, like I said. What day is the game in Chattanooga? I really, it's the day of the Alabama game, isn't it? Um, I thought it was through the week. Oh, was it? I thought it was a Saturday. Oh, okay. Never mind. I won't be able to go anyways. I was about to say, I'd really like to go. Yeah, I that's thought, just it was, unfortunate I thought it was through the week. So is it, I would assume it's in the evening through the week? Um... Looking it up right now, I assume. Yes. See, it's a, I know it's towards the end of October, um, like twenty third ish. Is that a Saturday? That's not a Saturday, I don't think. Yeah, I thought both of them were through the week. I mean, they obviously have the Orange and White World Series that is on a. Uh... On a weekend. Uh, so October twenty third is a Saturday. I was wrong. Um, so if it is the twenty third, then I was right. I'm still trying to find. I'm not having a Damn it, very good look. So the, yeah, the twenty third is Georgia State. Is that a Saturday? Yeah, that's Saturday. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that's, that's the one. The that's the one in Chattanooga. Yeah, and that's that's the day of the damn game. What time does it have a time for it yet? One o'clock. So if that's a night game, I'm going to tell you right now, I'll, I'll be going to watch the Alabama game in a bar in Chattanooga probably. That'll be a cool – I know it'll be a – I mean, it's just a fall game, but that'll be that'll be cool to play in one of the nicest minor – one of the nicer minor league stadiums. That's and then they play Louisiana Tech in Millington um, on October 30th. That's a Friday? That's the next Saturday. October 30th? Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah. But Tennessee's off that week. Yes, Tennessee is off that week. And they play them where? Millington. It's right outside Shelby County. Okay. What's in Millington? Like, what stadium are they playing in? It says um, USA Stadium. USA Stadium. It's just outside of Memphis. So, is it – I'm sure it's a minor league stadium of some sort. USA Stadium and Rodeo in Millington, Tennessee. As it says USA Stadium. I, that is a stretch of a stadium. It's, it's rough. <laughs> it's a the Naval Air Base is what Graham said. Okay. I mean, it's 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 not a bad field. But I feel I mean, like we're why didn't they have the congressional game there? <laughs> the the fences wouldn't have been back far enough for that guy. Can you imagine <laughs> how many home runs he would have hit? <laughs> It's a great pool, Graham. You just know that off the top of your head. I did some NFL. Um, I mean, the field looks nice. Yeah, the stadium yeah. is uh, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. I mean, they got the lights like in the stands. <laughs> like the light poles are in the stands. The lights were clearly installed before the stands were. 
obviously. They like didn't pay to move them. The fun part of this game, guys, is you should be looking up the pictures that me and Landon are seeing right now. Kind of like when we looked up Bron Mauer. Like it's visuals are important in podcasting. You'll learn. Right. Don't worry. You'll learn that. Um, there's a couple pictures that look real nice. Like whoever took this, great marketing tool right here. Great marketing tool. Uh, let's talk some college football though. That's that's all I had for fall ball. I don't, I don't know. know why, why. I just kept like scrolling right at the stadium, and like it's just like a carnival. Is that all they do here? Is I think there's fair. I think it's a fairground. <laughs> I mean, I see goats. I see hot air balloons. Like it's. Uh, uh, you're just looking at the Google photos. So like someone has just uploaded those photos to uh, that Google page. So it may not even be there. That's the fun part. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not the greatest stadium in the world, but hey, it's it's there. They look like they got a concession stand, so that's all you need. Oh, right? perfect, yeah. Baseball field and concession stand. I bet they, like, legit grill the hot dogs there. That's the kind of stadium it looks like. Like, they've got a grill. Like, hope they hope nobody has to run out and grab gas. That kind of grill. <laughs> yeah. So, I bet, I, bet those dog, I bet those stadium dogs are good. Get you a chili dog. Uh, they would have chili there, homemade, in a crock pot. That kind of, you know, the kind of concession stand I'm talking about. <laughs> so I, th- right. I mentioned, I mentioned that there were some games. Let me, let me hear some of you. You, you agreed. You like some of the lines in this, or some of your favorite. Uh, first one I got, Texas baby, Texas over TCU. Okay. Um, I thought Texas looked good. Um, last week. Bijan Robinson. Is that really how you say his name? Yeah, I think it is, actually. Um, dude's a stud. And uh, minus four, I'm going Texas, baby. That's a lock. Lock it down. Okay. I definitely don't hate that at all. My first lock, Pitt. Minus three over Georgia Tech. Oh, man. I know. I feel like that's a trap because they saw, they saw Pitt <clears throat> lose to, was it Western Michigan? Yeah. So it's overcorrecting. I don't. I don't think Pitt loses to Georgia Tech. So if they win by less than three, I'll, I'll, I'll eat that loss. Okay. I like that. That's my, that's my lock. And I don't think they'll lose by less or win by less than three. My next lock: Notre Dame money line oh, wow. over oh. Cincinnati. Okay. Are the Cincinnati favored in it? Yeah. Are you just taking a little bit of money? Wow. I was like yeah. plus like one ten. Where are they playing that game at this week? Since apparently Notre Dame can't play in their it's own at, city. It's at Notre Dame. Wow. So they're playing at home. Favorite, dude. Lock it down. It's happening. Lock it. I like that. What do you think? Speaking of Western Michigan, I wanted to ask y'all, what do we what do we think about the Western Michigan Buffalo over sixty? I like how much, how much did Buffalo put up against? Uh, was it Coastal? Yeah, um, they hit the over, but I think it was mostly Coastal of like sixty-two. No, no, they didn't. That was the game it didn't hit. That was the game oh, it didn't yeah. hit. Twenty-five. They only scored twenty-five. I was thinking they only scored twenty-four, but I thought Coastal won by more. So that's the only one that's ruined my Coastal system. No, why is Western Michigan's like W look like the Washington football team? Yeah, it's terrible. It's very dumb. Very dumb. 
Um, that wasn't a lock. I just I wanted to get your thoughts on that one. And we were okay. talking, we were talking Western Michigan. My next lock, Duke plus 20 UNC. Duke's bad. North Carolina's not gonna beat them by 20. Yeah, it's a rivalry game, too. It ain't gonna happen. What about the under in that game? Um well 63? 72 and a half. Oh wow. That's gotta hit, right? You guys should always take advice from the betting guy that goes, that's got to hit, right? That you, <laughs> you should always listen to him. Yeah, I just saw that. I, I wasn't – I don't have you a game played. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not I probably – I'm, I'm going to note to come back to that. 72 and a half? I mean, maybe it's a typo, but that seems like a lot of points. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure FanDuel or DraftKings has that. Oh, sorry. Bleep that out. Um, yeah, I'm sure they've got some. It's going down to 62 as soon as we log <laughs> yeah. on. Um, my next one, my I guess, yeah, next one AM minus seven or Mississippi State. I like that. That that again feels like it feels like a little bit of a trap, but Mississippi State's not playing good either. Yeah, they're not. I, I like, I like AM to win, Bob. I, I think like AM's defense can probably outscore Mississippi State's offense. It's certainly possible. Um, feels like, again, kind of an overcorrection from the Arkansas loss. Right. My next one is uh, South Carolina minus six and a half over Troy. South Carolina's not good, but neither is Troy. Um, neither is Troy. And maybe they're looking at that ECU game as kind of proof, but ECU is better than Troy. Right. Much better than Troy. Now, Troy did beat Liberty, and I think that that's why this line – or, no, they lost to Liberty 21-13. They lost to Louisiana Monroe. I, I just got to – you got to yeah. go with South Carolina's defense. Stops it's, t- it's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. Right. It's not a lot. Um, I mean, and, of course, my last lock. I mean, you know it. We all know it. We all love it. We all live it. Chant it with me. Coastal over. <laughs> Ride it out, baby. I'm telling you, system works. System works. Also, it's incredibly low. What is that? What did I get it at? It was like 50. It, it was fine and dandy. I didn't even write it down. I know it's going to hit. I didn't have to sweat it out. That's when you know a bet's definitely going to hit. When you don't even look at it, you just place it. You ready for my last one? I'm, I'm, I want to hear it. Florida. Minus seven and a half over Kentucky. I I think so too. I think so too. I think Chris Rodriguez, he fumbles way too much. I think this defense is gonna um make it really difficult on, on Levis and Rodriguez. And um I don't think they're able to contain Emory Jones either. And Richardson's back, Elam's back. Uh, I just think I'm riding. Florida, I don't think they've been beaten. I'm going to knock on wood in Lexington since like 1985 or something I'm, stupid I, like I'm that. I'm shocked they've ever lost in Lexington. <laughs> so, so kudos to you, uh, Kentucky, getting some wins. So, yeah, I'm going to go Florida minus seven and a half. I think they win this by at least 10 points, 10 to 14, probably. I, I like that one. I, I I don't know if I, I may have to ride with you for 13 and four, but I do, I do like it at least. Um, what in the world did I get the, over 57 was the Coastal. Over, they play Louisiana Monroe. Over 57. That feels low to me. I like it. I'm riding it. 
Um, get it. Oh God. They're offering me a cash out option for Pitt. What happened there? Oh Lord. Like above what you put in? No, not above, but I feel like whenever they're offering you that, they're like, Hey, get the, I guess they're telling you it may hit. Is what they're telling, right. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not giving me an option for Arkansas to cover. They don't want you to win it. They want you to take it out now. Yeah. They're not, they're not giving me the option for Arkansas to cover plus 18 and a half. They're not, they like that one. They're keeping that money in the bank. I think what's weird about that Arkansas, I do, I have Arkansas to cover because I think, I know this sounds stupid. I know what you all are about to say, but I mean, by God, how can you not have a little bit of faith in Sam Pittman now? Like, how can you just announce? An 18 and a half? No, I'm talking about winning. Oh, you want, you're putting them to win. No, no, I'm not putting it. I'm just saying, like, you, if he's a little bit of faith, is there not a part of you that's like, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's Sam Pittman in Arkansas? Like in Sanford, like I don't know, man. I have more. I'll say this: I have more faith this week that Arkansas will beat Georgia than Ole Miss will beat Alabama. And I feel like that's an easy take to make, but I know a lot of people are kind of riding the lane train into into Tuscaloosa right now. Right, and I I think Arkansas has a better chance than Ole Miss. I like that. I would I wouldn't like put money on that. I know we're talking about anybody. But I, I have picked them picked Arkansas to cover minus 18 and a half. I think they're a good football team. And I'm gonna if a good football team loses by 19 or more points, you take that risk. This is gonna be a like I, that game, I feel like a pit like it's gonna pit him college football. It's, it's like two te- like one team that's at the bottom tier of the SEC. I know they're playing better this year, but in my mind, they're still Arkansas right now. Like you got to go win something of significance, in my opinion. Right. And then you have Georgia, who's played in SEC championships, national championships recently. Wait, they beat A and M. They beat Texas. I, I'm just saying, until you go and like, or you got to do this consistently if you want to get out of the bottom of the SEC. Like, look at Tennessee. Like they had good, pretty good years in 15, 16, and you like one year is not good enough to pull you out of the dungeon. No, sure. not by any means. Um, but I mean. And but that's what makes college football fun. Like they do, they've built enough to maybe knock off Georgia this year. Would they do it next year? Probably, you know, they may not. Will they? Could they have done it last year? Hell no. But like this year, it might be the perfect window. This might be the perfect meeting. Arkansas's rolling. Georgia, though, I still don't have faith in their offense. But I mean, don't you? You got to have confidence after scoring sixty-two points, no? Yeah. It was on Vanderbilt, but but you've got to have some confidence. That's why you schedule those games, right? Get some confidence. Bless you. I agree. Get some confidence. That's what Tennessee needs. Get some confidence, baby. Desperately. Desperately. Um, I, I your allergies I'll, bad too? No, no, no. I I don't really have allergies. I just not bad at least. Not bad. Not like yours at all. Um, your allergies suck. Yeah, they do. Um, I've got a couple games I like too that I'm not willing to put as locks. Um, I may bet them. I've bet a few already. Looking at a few. Uh, first one's Iowa minus three over Maryland. I like that one. I, I like played, that one. Uh, I'm playing that one as, as well. That's one I've played. Another one I've played. I'm not willing to call it a lock. Minnesota plus two and a half Purdue. And I think I'm. I might. I may just put touch money line on that. I think I already bet two and a half. So I think I may just you know may put some on the money line. I'm not. I'm not. Even, I, I don't know. It's one of those that I'm. I'm kind of willing to lose on. So I won't bet a full unit on it. It's just. I think Minnesota has a really good chance to win the game. So. Okay. Um. Another. I mentioned the Western Michigan Buffalo over. 
My last one, I jokingly with Chad, like, is it the system? Is Rutgers to cover the system? It's 15 points. Rutgers has covered in every game this year. Part of me feels like they've got a chance to cover this week. Man, I don't know. I just don't like if it was any other team besides like Ohio State. That's fair. And I don't think Ohio State's that great this year, but I, I just don't like it's hard for me to try that system out against Ohio State. Right. No, no that's fair. That's fair. Hey, you gotta ride the systems in the highs and the lows though, Landon. That's true, that's true. Oh, um, I did I did do the Vanderbilt under, by the way. Like lock it. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh yeah. Um, I think my next one is uh, one that I like. I like Ole Miss plus 14.5 over Alabama. I agree. I do. I think that's a lot of points for a really good team. And if that good team loses by two touchdowns, you take your losses. Like, well, if they win by two tu- just by two touchdowns, you win. So Right, yeah. I guess a little more than two touchdowns. You you take that. You take that bet. Um, I like Michigan plus two with, with, or against Wisconsin. It is at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's one and two. I, I just don't like – they have lost to Penn State, but they got blown out by Notre Dame last week. So you took Michigan State to to it's cover, Michigan. to win? Or Michigan, Michigan. Michigan State. Yeah. Michigan? I took them to cover. Cover. Um, I, I looked at that. I like that one. But um, I, I do I like Moneyline, too, because I like Blake Corum. I don't know. I don't, Cade McNamara isn't great, but what quarterback is great at Michigan – um. See, so yeah, I'm riding Blake Corum. He, he gets it done over Wisconsin. Wisconsin's defense is good, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I kind of like the under in that. It's probably like 30 points, but agreed. That that's all the ones I really like that I'm willing that I'll probably throw some money around at, at this week. Um, I like that Texas pick. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with you. I think I'm gonna tail that. So, um, couple games that I mean. I don't know if we mentioned we didn't mention them that I've got circled on mine uh, this week. Baylor and Oklahoma State. I'm uh, going to be a good game. Auburn LSU. I don't know if it's the it's not the late late game, but Washington um, and Oregon State, and then the late late game Arizona State and UCLA. I think are all going to be good games. Um, Arizona State and UCLA have both been fun to watch this year. Yeah. So that'll be a fun late Saturday. And then you uh, you mentioned Cincinnati and Notre Dame. I'm curious to see, like, just kind of like what gives this week. Also kind of like West Virginia minus seven over Texas Tech. That's another mm-hmm. one I'm, I might throw some money at. Might throw it on. Okay. Wake Forest is another one. I rode Wake Forest last week. They won me $155. So On one bet or parlay? Uh, one bet. I, I had a free that free one hundred dollars. Okay, I bet okay. on that. So yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then what do you think about Friday night BYU covering against Utah State? I think it's thirteen and a half. How do we feel about that game? BYU's good. BYU's good. I think it's a lot of points. I think it's nine and a half now. Oh, it's down. Maybe it wasn't thirteen and a half. I thought it was. I thought it was closer to two touchdowns. I really made it nine and a half. I was thinking they needed to score two touchdowns or win by two touchdowns. Okay. All right, now you really got me thinking. That's a lot of money to put down on Friday night. I may do a Friday night parlay. That's what we'll do. Maybe a teaser. Yeah, 
Yeah, maybe do a, a Houston, BYU. Iowa, BYU money. Oh, line. you're getting Houston in on it, huh? Yeah, I mean, if you okay. do it. Oh, so Houston's not the favorite. Oh, even better. Let's let's spice this parlay up. Tulsa has played good this year. So should we just go Tulsa? They lost to Cal Davidson? With Cal Davis? So do we go do we go Tulsa then? Uh-oh. These are you're talking to guys who have not watched BYU, Tulsa, and Houston. I I have watched BYU. I, I would I'm definitely wa- take that. I'm uh, just talking about them all. No, I'd take I'd take Iowa to win. I would take Iowa money line every day of the week. Iowa money line, BYU money line. Houston and Tulsa, though. I don't know. Tulsa. Well, let's go with uh let's go with Ross Kivett. Let's go with Houston, baby. <laughs> that gets our odds up good. Plus plus four thirty two on, on DraftKings for that parlay. That's pretty good. Five bucks when you over twenty dollars. There you go. I'm thinking. I'm thinking two units on it, baby. Oh, you going ten? No, you going twenty unit this year, baby? Yeah. Oh man, you I'm got thinking, some big kahunas on you. That's just gonna make Friday night more fun, right? If I'm throwing two units, I'm just gonna do two teams. So I'll probably, I'll probably do. You did it. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I'll probably do Iowa and BYU. What's what's Iowa BYU money lines? What what's that? Not going to be great. I mean, you might still be in the minus. No, I mean, you'll be in them because they're both. Uh, BYU's heavy favorites. I'll stick them. A plus 108. It's pretty good. You barely make your money back. Just barely. Or you, you make a little bit more than your money back. Sorry. Yeah. Whatever. Nah, that's barely making your money back. You got to you gotta really just go after it. You got to attack, 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 attack. Dude. <laughs> Did I tell you? I mean, I think Jonathan told you about the guy that sat behind us at the yeah pit game. He yelled attack, attack, attack the entire game. I love it. I was like, I just want to know. I hope that isn't just a one game thing. I hope he yelled that. He's yelled that at every game since Johnny Majors. Probably has. Dude, I, I wanted to win that game for two reasons. I like winning. Number two, so I could be like, that guy left early for that. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so sorry if you guys know the guy I'm talking about. I feel like I described him really well. So, great guy. He was nice. Um, do we have any questions? Um, I don't think so. I'll check and make sure, but I don't think we did when I checked earlier. Okay. Nope. No questions. Let's move into what's trending. My first one, throwback uniforms. There you go. Dude, everyone's getting them. Boise State's gotten them this week. Stanford's gotten them this week. Sure, I'm leaving some other people out. You've seen some you've seen some great throwbacks this year in college football. I just want Tennessee to have some. But throwbacks, glorious. Arizona State has some awesome ones. BYU has some every year. Um I'm trying to think of anyone else has had. I kind of like Virginia's isn't bad either. Oh, do they have throwbacks on right now? Yeah, like they're the old school um Numbers. Okay. Oh man, they just dropped a punt too. They got it back. But they're beautiful. Love them. And everyone's got them now. It's not. It's not gonna be a fad anymore. Everyone's just doing it. Or I guess definitely need some. (laughs) Um, mine is uh, Michael Wilbon (laughs) going after Lane Kiffin. What a weird thing to like. 
I don't know. I guess there's only so all, many things you can I talk was, about every day of the week. The other day, I was like, I'm today's years old that I that PTI is still a show. Like, I did not know it was still a show. I thought when like ESPN laid off like all those shows, <laughs> got rid of them, like that would be like one of the first ones to go. It was one of their. I mean, it's one of their more expensive ones. Maybe they're just like grandfathered in their souls. <laughs> they have those good contracts. What that's called. I'm just like, dude, yeah, what a weird like and Lane was just like, okay, whatever. He's no, he's definitely upset about it. Oh yeah. He's he acting is. like that, but he's gone. He's which I know they're asking him that every interview he's been in, but he's happy to answer. We'll say that. Yeah, I mean you can't say he's not like a good good coach. No, you don't. I mean, I I, I didn't see all of Michael Wilbon's comments. I just saw the ones that have been tweeted about. Um, which I know they were pretty short, but yeah, I, I mean, he's coaching the number two, twelve team in the nation. He's not right. A, he's not a no a joke. Yeah, he's not a nobody. So it's pump the yeah, brakes on and that. He's one. been a joke everywhere he's been. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, mm. even Feinbaum said to Lane Kevin, he's like, yeah, if you maybe said that five years ago, I mean, he might have a point, but um, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's coaching the number 12 team in the country. Um, he went to his rehab facility in Tuscaloosa, and then, you know, now he's freaking... I was, I was like, Lane Kevin's been to rehab? No. You threw me off there. Go, like, coaching I, as rehab. Soon, as soon as you said Tuscaloosa, I picked up on it, but <laughs> during that sentence, I was, I was shocked and confused. Um, my next one, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Did you even know that he was still speaking of today's year, today years old? Did you even know until he's like, also, I don't know if he has, does he have authority to just go and arrest Brian Laundry? How does that work? I saw a tweet today. They're like, if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds Brian Laundry, I'm never paying taxes again. <laughs> I don't want him to. Well, actually, no, I'll take it back. He's already he's already jumped the shark. Like people are going to be doing this now for man hunts. If I'm sure we'll have man hunts. But if he finds Brian Laundry, we are effed. Like people, anytime there's any kind of crime, people are going to go out and just arrest someone for view for TikTok because that's what he's doing. I mean, do you see him fly that plane? Oh yeah, he wants. And I'm like, you think Brian Laundry's going to see that? Is that like? <laughs> I love that he like. There is some report that he found a. Like a monster energy drink can. <laughs> it's like what? It could be anybody's. Well, you don't know. Oh, is there's a note in there? Yeah. The property of Brian Laundry. Right. I love it. Uh, uh, do you have any more? What's trending? Um, I think that's it. I've got a uh, Georgia Southern. Dude, I, t- I talked about this on Sunday, did I? Dang it, I did, because we talked about the yellow school bus, which I still have not exactly found out the t- tradition behind it. Um, my last one, then. Dolly Parton. She's just – well, first off, she's Dolly Parton. She's queen. She's queen D, if you will. DP. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, she's back on Twitter trending. She tweeted at Ted Lasso. She took a picture with Lil Nas X. Like, she is in the mix. I love Dolly Parton. There is nothing I wouldn't do for Dolly Parton. I'm going to tell you right now. 
That's so, like that's so. You went Ted Lasso to Lil Nas X. Well, did you see her tweet? Her and Ted Lasso went back and forth. I did see that. That's, and then she cool. had a picture with Lil Nas X and was like, apparently he sang Jolene. Is that true? Did he? I mean, there's probably just like a TikTok video of it, but she was like, it was really good. I love it. And she tweeted it out. Also, where is like, where's Dolly Parton traveling? I'm sure she's all over. You she's she still like that much. She's oh yeah. She lives in Nashville. You think Lil Nas X was in Nashville, or do you think she went and saw him to take a picture? And like, what was the they were at, they were at, like, like, I know they took a picture, but like, what, like how long is she hanging out with Lil Nas X? That's what I want to know. They might have partied all night. You don't know. <laughs> so I guess. Did she take a picture with him? I swore I saw one. Did you? No, I did. I did not see. Anything Maybe I made that up. Maybe I made that up. I swore I saw a picture of them. She's too busy watching Ted Lasso. She's not going to go see Lil Nas X. It's great. She has great taste. Okay, uh, so this must have been an old picture. So maybe I just saw someone tweet about it. But here it is. I mean, they're at they're backstage somewhere at oh, the show. Old or Town Road. Yeah. So he was probably at Nashville for sure. It, it does look very. The dress looks very. There, nice. I think that's a Tennessee. In the background. I think that's a Tennessee State Trooper behind her. Yeah, there's eight. There's eight bachelorettes. <laughs> oh, and a bride. Found the bride. There you go. How many did you think we saw Friday night? In the 15 minutes we were on Broadway. I mean, probably eight. <laughs> That was also that was an impressive feat to go onto Broadway and not step, not even look at a bar. Yeah, I mean, well, we were looking for a bar, but not even look at a bar and just leave. That's a power move if I've ever seen one. We just made our presence and hit the road. Did I tell you I found the Mercer volleyball team Saturday night? <laughs> you did. You told me, <laughs> and you found Tony P. Ah, oh, no, I'm, I keep tabs on Tony P. At all times. <laughs> that's my that's my guy. We share a location. I'm really disappointed no one answered my question in the group chat. Tony P actually posted a Instagram thing today, and I just commented Tony P on his, <laughs> on his picture. <laughs> I love it. That's if y'all don't know what we're talking about, like, it, just anybody who's like, ele- like the just, person that's a, the most electric at a wedding is Tony P. No, screw that. Tony P is Tony P. Everyone's going to know who Tony P is. He's a legend. <laughs> He's your friend. He's my friend. He's the greatest, just, best man of all time. His name's Tony P. I just like hope, every, I hope like a year from now, like he's actually like this mythological character. Like he's. Oh, he will be. He'll be like when we convinced Katie that Creed, we had a friend named Creed. Like that'll be what he is to us. <laughs> Tony P is going to come back to the tailgate. He's been. Once. Oh, yeah. You know, he, that's the thing is I feel like I he's going to be all about that. And no, I love Tony. No, 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 no hate here when I say this. I kind of wish we never saw him again because, like you said, he would turn into this mythological creature. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be like around now. Like we're going to see him once or twice a year, and he's going to—he's just—he's going to be—he's going to be the Tony P who he is. Where does there's Tony nothing P wrong live? with that? Georgia, I think. Oh, he does. Okay, so he doesn't live in Nashville. Oh, he met. No, he definitely doesn't. Did you? You said he, you saw his Instagram post. He said, like, anytime I've been in Nashville. That's right. I mean, I, I just looked at the picture and just commented Tony P. I, there wasn't, Idiot. like, I didn't look into. <laughs> dumb, dumb over here. Um, Stupidity is an epidemic. 
Dude, I don't have any. No, nothing stupid happening this week, huh? Not a lot. I mean, I haven't been on Twitter a, a ton. I know. I hate that I haven't been on Twitter a ton either. It's, it's really bothered me, actually. Can we talk about the tweet? Colors may change, but always pulling for these guys right here. What a weird thing to tweet. Wait, what? You didn't see it? Uh-uh. Colors may change, but always pulling for these guys right here with the four transfers. And the guy that's also never at Tennessee for a reason I won't say on here. Mm. I just – I don't know. It's it's just a dumb thing to tweet out. Like, I don't just – like, Tennessee fans hate should not be there. It's like you should just ignore those guys. Just unfollow them on Twitter. You'd never see it. But it was a weird thing to tweet for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, I had James Robinson uh, under, and that's already gone. <laughs> so that's cool. It's pretty impressive. Who scored the first touchdown? James Robinson. He did score. Good for him. Trevor Lawrence just doesn't look like he belongs in a NFL uniform. Am I wrong? He's seven for ten right now. I'm just saying what he looks like. I, I didn't know. Oh, okay. playing. Yeah, he looks like um, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> he does look like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> He does look like Jar Jar Binks. Guys, appreciate you listening. As always, it's been fun. It's been real. Hey, I didn't said that wrong, so it's hard to finish it, but hadn't been real fun, that one. You know it. Um, we'll be back on Sunday after a Tennessee win. Speaking into existence, I do believe Tennessee has a good chance. It is a noon game. I hope everyone gets up early, starts early. Pre, getting. Uh, we'll call it a warm-up, not pre-game. We'll call it a warm-up for the day. Because it's going to be a good day of college football, too. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for that Ole Miss-Alabama game. Uh, mentioned those late, late games. You've got Georgia and Arkansas at noon, too, if the Tennessee game gets too ugly. So, a lot of good football. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll be at Old City Sports Bar bright and early if you want to come watch it with me. Um, okay. Have some friends there. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, start early. Start early. Hell, yeah. I like it, brother. Um, watch Tennessee win and then we'll win some money. Be a great day. Taking it to the bank. Um, guys, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.